Welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Jay Paul Frydenmaker, and I am amazed by all you folks who do fundraising, inviting generous people to resource causes all over the world. Some of you have worked to rally resources to come alongside our Ukrainian and Russian friends impacted by the war. God bless you for that. We are so thankful. Today, we have the special privilege to talk with one of our friends from Ukraine. Thank you for listening in. Today, we're coming to you from Sao Paulo, Brazil, where the Global Children's Forum and the Global Sports Movement have convened a working group of over 115 people from around the world to collaborate on resources, activities, and encouragement for families and children on mission for the gospel of Jesus. My good friend and co-host, Sharice Vermillion, is hosting this conversation with Galina Reba Hanusing from Lviv, Ukraine. Galina and her husband own a hotel in Lviv, which is in the western part of Ukraine. All right, let's get to the conversation. Welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast. We're coming to you live from Sao Paulo, Brazil, and I have the lovely Galina with me. Galina, thank you for the time that you set aside to spend with us. And I want to tell thank you that you invite me and you said that it's uh, important to you. Mm. It's really in my heart. Thank you. We want to hear your story. You have an incredible story to tell. But let us let us start at the beginning. Tell me a little bit about where you live, um, about your family. I live in Ukraine, my city Lviv. It's a vast part of Ukraine. Uh, I have husband, but my parents live with us. Uh, I have brother. He has family and four children. <laughs> So all of us was was living in Lviv in Ukraine. Now I, uh, my family and my parents' family stay in Ukraine, and my brother's family must leave Ukraine and now live in Poland. Wow! Because of the war. Because of the war. Okay. This story is about um, they stay when the war starts mm. at their home. They uh, have a good home and they have one room without windows. And its room was for clothes just, mm. but when the war started, it was the best room for children. Oh, wow. And a lot of people who come from the east part, from the capital, when the war started, because the uh, situation there was very hot and right. very hot. And when people start coming from Kharkiv, from different Mariupol, from different city, from that part of Ukraine, uh, my brother's family hosts them mm -hmm. in their home. So many people live uh, with them. So many dogs, different <laughs> dogs, cats, <laughs> so many animals. And, wow. you know... Uh, we thought that children thinking that it's a camp because a lot of children, uh, families with children coming and they uh, mm. have their own room. Um, matrats was on the ground wow. and they're leaving. But I think uh, two months or one and a half months, months after the war start, the missile 
Russians get missile near my brother's home, only 500 meters from oh, his home. My goodness. And he said, so stop. I'm so afraid about my children. I am. Right. How I will believe is the feelings that I didn't care or protect protect them. Protect mm-hmm. them. So. He talking with his wife, and after three days, uh, his wife and four children going to Poland to their friends, and now they are staying there. You know, so many Ukrainians leave Ukraine, and mm. with whom I'm speaking, uh, most of them won't come b- turn back. They won't. Yeah, mm. they when they have opportunity to go in Ukraine for a few days. They are going, you right, know. Right, right. The feeling that the home is in Ukraine. Mm. And my nephews, when I uh, sometimes visit them in Poland, in Katowice city, they ask me, when the war will be finished, we want going home. Mm. Mm. I think that they live, good live, uh, have good good life uh, if you just uh, looking at them, but inside they want going home, want going to Ukraine. And one can understand that so well. Wow, I can't even begin to imagine what that must feel like to live that way. And so our hearts just, I mean, you feel their pain. You know, the, the most, uh, for me, the most hard situation when I am going from Katowice to Lviv by train, mm-hmm. and all four ne- nephews staying and crying, and mm. it's oh, oh, it's 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 really hard. And I in in this moment I think and how dads, mm. which wife and children, going uh, to another country, mm. and they staying, how they feel. That sense of fear, will they come back? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's really. And we think that for children, it's mm, it's far from home or something like that. But it's deeper. Mm. It's sad, but it's deeper. It's sad to understanding for us. Because one time uh, when I was at Katowice, and we has, have lunch with... Uh, my nephews and I ask somebody want to pray oh I love the story yes Tell and uh, everybody say yes I will pray and Marco he's 17 uh, not 17 seven seven <laughs> he would be happy to hear <laughs> yeah I think <laughs> now yes <laughs> exactly but he's seven and uh, he said I want and it was usual day at Poland. We talking, they going to school and back. We we we, we haven't uh, we we didn't speak about the war or something like that without news. Mm. Just time with children, yeah. Mm-hmm. A normal day. A normal day uh, and prayer at at lunch, yeah. Mm. It's as usual we mm. we think, right? But. What I heard from Marco, he pray, God, I thank you that this that missile didn't come to my house. 
I thank mm. you that the smell from this missile didn't come to us. Wow. And I think it's wow. six months. He has not forgotten. Not forgotten. He remembered the smell yeah. of the missile. He rem- he, he remembered his fear, I think. He was so traumatized yeah. by that that this is the first prayer. He thinks he was so traumatized. That's the first thing he thought of. Yeah, and he is from west part, mm. not from the part which has border with Russia. Mm. Wow. It's, it's really it's sad. It's heartbreaking. You know, we have no idea what the children are going through yeah. now. Now, you, I mean, there are two parts of your story that I'd love us to get to. But since we're talking about your nephew, tell us a little bit about the work that you do with children. I'd love our listeners to oh. hear. Uh, before the war, we, <laughs> we, we have a life, uh, you know, uh, earlier we have a life before COVID, after COVID. Exactly. <laughs> Pandemia and in Ukraine. In Ukraine, we forget about COVID. <laughs> we really forget it was time. Oh, COVID time. Goodness. So great time was. Yes. yes. <laughs> and now we have the time before the war. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes uh, when we're talking, we said after the war. And mm. I so much love, but it's not yes. after, mm. it's in war. It's in war. Now mm. it's in war, but we praying and dreams about after. I love that so much. S- it just is the sense of hope in the yeah. midst of war. Yeah. Mm. And uh, before the war, we doing great uh, clubs uh, for teens for kids we um, doing camps uh, kids games uh, festivals mm-hmm. uh, so that's life was mm-hmm. and when the war start i forget about children about this ministry because a lot of another ministry was in my life mm-hmm. and we have such family business a little hotel a little hotel. hotel. Galina, Co- how Co- many rooms does this little hotel eight, have? 18. 18, one eight. One eight, yeah. One eight, fantastic, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's called Fazenda. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Hotel <laughs> Fazenda. Uh, and um, um, some, some people from different cities uh, live, li- who run in from the war, mm-hmm. They living uh, in uh, our hotel, mm-hmm. and one team who come uh, also running from the war, from the capital, from Kiev to Lviv, and I know them, and they ask me, "We want serving for children, mm-hmm. maybe some children living at Fazenda." Uh, I said, "Yes, we have a lot of children because family is running." Right, and uh, they. Uh, and then I ask their parents, maybe you want to, we have, I know team, mm-hmm. they want serving to your children, so, and said, so, yes, yes. And once time, I'm going underground, because in Ukraine, you know, it, yes. <laughs> it's the safest place. Exactly. <laughs> underground, and I look, watch, how they how children playing mm. they they was like children just L- n- natural natural doing what children do yes playing laughing and i'm looking and thinking 
the war outside, but they still stay children. This, the, I heard this from Holy Spirit in my mm. heart. Children stay children, and I didn't want you forget about them. Mm. Amazing. So, wow. and after our uh, sport ministry uh, team asked, maybe we can write program for camps. Mm-hmm. Because uh, a lot of teams can't write because uh, different humanita- humanitarian works are volunteers mm. and they maybe will do, but they can create. Right. And uh, I ask Holy Spirit, about what? Mm-hmm. Because the war. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it was a time where in all cities all over the world, was such light signs, be brave like Ukrainian. Mm. You remember it, the time mm. in New York, in different, and, and our news, everybody shows in Instagram because we feel support, Correct. support mm. that all world people from all world united to support us. Mm-hmm. And uh, Holy Spirit tell that disciples as the most bravest people in the world in the world what an inspiration disciples are the bravest people in the world yeah right so that's what the holy spirit said to you so i want us to get into this hotel a little bit so tell us a little bit about how like how do you how do you make it financially i mean you, the money's got to come from somewhere the hotel has to pay you know, for the expenses. So how did you make it work? Because you, let's explain, you get people in yeah. who flee and they come to stay at your hotel. Yeah, from 60 to 90 people mm-hmm. uh, during when the war started to uh, 20th July was mm-hmm. living. It was the uh, one part was church from Irpin. Mm-hmm. Maybe you hear this city because now it's a hero city. All and right. these people said, you know, I proud that said that my city a hero, but the price is very high. It's very high. Very high. Mm. And it's near Kiev, near our capital. Some people two times running from the war. Wow. First mm. time at... 2014 mm-hmm. from Crimea, some families from Correct. Yes. from Lugansk, some families, and they sto- uh, start living in your city near capital. You know, you choose, and eight years they live, have a job, peace, uh, peace mm-hmm. schools for their children, and when the war start. I wow. think at second day, uh, Russian soldiers were near their homes. Oh my goodness! So and they run second time. Wow. I, what can I do? I can hug them. I ha- can give them hugs. I can crying with them mm-hmm. and listening. That's mm-hmm. all, because I can't imagine two times. Mm. lost everything exactly exactly so it's hardly really hard and um, mm. they stay in our hotel and they said and they said 
we didn't feel ourselves like a refugee. <laughs> we feel ourselves like church in action. <laughs> action book. Wow, when you were able to give them that gift. Yeah. Galina, it, it's, it's a beautiful story. During our chat, you were telling us about this dream or this vision that you had. I would love for you to tell the listeners about that. At that time, um, you know, you just live uh, active life. And one call was from our team from uh, Sport Movement. And they asked, Gala, what do you need? I stopped, started thinking, and I said, I need nine floor building. Right. It's I need for two weeks. I'll turn back. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> because so many people come running from the war and come to my city. Mm. And we think where well, all of them uh, live for a few days because right. then they go to the board into another country. Mm -hmm. But few days they must, must stay. Right. So it's not a long term thing. Yeah. It's just... Few days, as you few said. Few days, mm -hmm. because it was a long trip. You know, some people from our capital, it as usual time. It's uh, can be four, five, six uh, hours by train, mm. or at night it's uh, seven, eight. But they travel in train twenty, twenty-four hours from our capital to my city when. What? at the war so it was mm. and I need and I tell them and you know they didn't give me <laughs> because they <laughs> haven't <laughs> they didn't give you a nine story building no. <laughs> oh, they man. just listen can someone please contact us and give Galina a nine story building but was a miracle when we start we host people in my in my uh, home home of my mother and dad, parents, uh, home of my cousin, wow. homes of other friends, uh, people from the church start, oh, we also can host people. We also, people open their, not only hearts, but their flats, their mm. houses. Mm. And I coordinate this all. And, you know, after two months, or one and a half months, uh, less people start coming to us because all uh, most of them running at the first okay. months. Okay, so they, there was a big group, a lot of people in yeah. the first month, and then it started tapering yeah. off a little. And when you coordinate and uh, find houses only for 10 people a day, it's mm. like you're nothing doing. Mm. Because before was 150 or 200 people a day that you find for them where they will live for a few days. Mm -hmm. And I start thinking, oh, we can count how many plates, uh, uh, how many places we, uh, we have that people stay. Right. And it was 37. Mm -hmm. And my husband I, I tell to my husband, you know, 37 places where people stay. In, uh, and my husband said, you know how many flats have nine floor building? <laughs> I, I don't know. No, I, mm -hmm. 36. <laughs> really? So, <laughs> you know, God 
our dreams become alive, become a truth with mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. So it's good to dream with God. It's so true. It's so true. So, all right. So I want to go back just a little step. So people get to the border. They're, they're running. They're tr- looking for a place of safety. How do they find out about your hotel? So you're, you're putting rooms up for people to come stay in for a few days, a place of safety. How, first of all, how do they find you? And what do you say when you hear from them? Um, it was different ways. One of what, uh, for church who stay in our hotel and uh, different people, they uh, know us because we're doing camps for children. And a lot of people who are active at the church know each other in Ukraine. Of course. And they call me and asking and coming. Another way was when somebody from Kharkiv called to us and tell uh, some people from uh, our city will go in, can you find the, a place where they can stay? Mm. It was another one, but it was unusual. One call and women ask me, is it Shelter Galina? <laughs> shelter Galina? It was, I, I first time hear this word because right. in Ukraine we didn't use, I know, hotel, hostel, but shelter, mm. and I, uh, I said I didn't understand about what you. But what the question is, and she said that she wants stay with her boy, with her son, mm. for three days. I tell, okay, I find you the place you you will stay, and then I ask, and can you tell me why you call me shelter Galina? Mm-hmm. And she said, oh. I am now on a train station in Lviv and on column <laughs> is your number and uh, named Shelter Galina. <laughs> Somebody called so, you Shelter Galina. <laughs> so then I know uh, at the train station where my number, at different groups, you know, from different cities because people united mm. uh, how better run, how better go from their city, evacuate mm. their families. So they have such groups in Telegram, Viber. And I, some people said that I saw your phone in Instagram. I said, okay. <laughs> you know, I think that people running and they are going to people they didn't know before. The church, the believers, people from the church, it's another because when they are coming to the another believers, we feel one spirit, right. and it's and for people who didn't know Christ or not in church, mm. it's it's harder. Welcoming. It's harder. Harder for I them, mm. and this the church was in that time was better than internet. <laughs> Because united all churches. And when people write to me that they f- won't find some place to stay for a few days, I write to them, okay, we have place, this is address, and we are waiting for you. Mm. And people that. said, some people write to me back and, and they said, you're right, that you are waiting for us. Mm. We're going 
it was so um, scared to us going to mm-hmm. another city to different people that we didn't know. But when you write that you are waiting for us, oh, it was like hope. Right. Imagine for a moment you are fleeing all that is familiar to you, all of your usual routines. You are in another place and somebody says, we are waiting for you. Here is a a place of safety. Yeah. Uh, And I think God used you tremendously, you and your husband. um, What a blessing. What an opportunity to show generosity in the midst of war. Yeah. Um, that is incredible. So, Galina, a lot of people are wondering, how does the business survive? <laughs> it was also a miracle. I think God have so many miracles because, because people all over the world praying for us. Mm. And I want thank you for people who support us, who praying for us, because the miracles which have happened in my country, in Ukraine, answer for your prayers mm. so i really great thankful for you for all of you and thank you that you are not tied right. to pray mm-hmm. you are not tied to support us it's miracle how god united all countries united people all over the world mm. and it was a miracle in our hotel also because so many people, when the war starts, and they hearing about what we are doing, they start uh, calling to us and tell us, give me please card or some resource where can we send money. Oh, great. Um, our family, our relatives from different countries uh, call to us. Some relatives from U.S. call to us. And... You know, when you didn't ask, people call and ask you. Right. So without even asking for it, people yeah. just gave donations. So would you say that that was how you managed to sustain the business? Because I think some of our our, our listeners are wondering, well, here's an hotel, there's a hotel, there are um, expenses, you've got to buy food, you've got to pay staff. A lot of... Um different organizations sent sent food to Ukraine and mm-hmm. it was what we needed exactly. Some organizations uh, support us. So some organizations support this church who live in our hotel, you know. It was from different ways. Incredible. It was really incredible. And we, at one second... When missiles get in our oil station, the oil have high price in the moment. And once we are driving a lot with my husband because we have different (laughs) different work, you know, Mm -hmm. support people who are in hotel, uh, send or bring food to the people who are in different uh, flats. Amazing. So... We a lot driving a lot through the day, and oh. once we talking and we said, it's a miracle we didn't think about the oil. Right. So it was I don't know how multiplication from God 
working, <laughs> but it's really working. Right. <laughs> so it was really a lot of miracles. So, so the hotel now, is it still, are you still receiving visitors at this point? Um, are you still receiving uh, people who are finding, looking for a place to shelter? Now, you know, the government and uh, start doing a lot, but mm. not so fast as volunteers. Uh-huh. There's, a, there's a lesson <laughs> for us in the world. Yeah. That's true. Volunteers must start and then government will help, mm-hmm. but... Mm. We mustn't wait for the government to yeah. do something first. Yeah. And I think that's just the beauty of the body of Christ, is that really? we can take initiative, invest, um, make a difference. Yeah. Galina, how can people help with your hotel? How can they help you? How can they help the people of Ukraine? Anything that comes to mind that you think, I mean, I know prayer. Prayer, of course, is always number one. Yeah. But what are some practical ways that you would say, this is what we need? It's really mm, support us when we saw our flags all over the world. Mm-hmm. It's also support us when we, um, some video or podcast, we are hearing that people talking about, they don't forget, you know, because mm-hmm. the war is not finished yet. Correct, yes. And it's it's really support us. Some regions in our uh, in Ukraine and even people in my city who stayed and live in Lviv from different uh, areas, they need some such usual things, you mm. know, clothes, food. Okay. Uh, we we support them and give them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a team in our church that doing this. Uh, we, you know, Ukrainians, before the war, they know what is donut is. Mm-hmm. But they think that only rich people, mm-hmm. it's their mission. Only rich people are oh. supposed to donate. Yeah. That's what they thought before or people, the war. Yeah. Right. Or people who are living, I say, in the U.S. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or... It was our thoughts, mm. but now we mm. didn't think so. Ukrainians started donated and they didn't stop. I love that. I love that. It's really great. And we donated to our army, to our people who we didn't call refugees, you know. Mm-hmm. We call these people inside moving person. Internally displaced yeah yeah yes, yes. and we donate for, for them uh we donate <laughs> for our ministry you know yes. i have a team where is students mm-hmm. they are 20 22 some of them uh 16 15 Incredible. it's my team right and they say okay we can do- donate for for our ministry i said Yes, you can. Why not? Because uh, before, uh, I think that I with husband is our part to find some finance, to mm-hmm. to give our fi- finance, yeah? Yeah, it was only for some people. Yeah. But now... But now, everybody, students, even children, mm. my nephews, singing in Poland and the streets. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, 
find money for the army. Oh, if they want to not. That is you know, beautiful. It's it's mm. really so we re- really appreciate that people um, help us because mm, a lot of work are just yesterday uh Ruslan from our sport sport movement calling to us and asking us can we go in and do some um events some program for for children in Kherson Kherson mm-hmm. was occupied mm-hmm. now they are unoccupied okay and 800 children they know men who support them and they tell that some people bring food and some toys some sweets for them and we can make a program for mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and wonderful it's it's really great you know mm. our soldiers sometimes mm-hmm. ask mm-hmm. us can you can can you send us a lot of sweets we ask you need sweets <laughs> we think you need and and say yes we need sweet sweets because children oh. still living here and uh, oh, they uh, don't have sweets yeah and our oh. soldiers give them sweets That you know is precious yeah so the soldiers aren't asking for things for themselves yeah. they're saying give us sweets so that we could give it away yeah it's it's really My cousin husband are in army and always when he come home he said okay and a box of sweets wow wow how god unlocks our hearts in real trying times and yeah. and moves us to generosity galina what gets you moving what gets you to get up in the morning what is it that you think this is why i'm getting up <laughs> I think love. I love my family. Mm. I love my team. I love my country. I love children. I love teenagers. I love another teams. <laughs> <laughs> And not only in Ukraine, but in uh, different countries. Beautiful. Beautiful. One time I asked God, how many children can can Uh, I put in my heart and I think about some numbers mm-hmm. but God tell all children of the world and I tell no I haven't such heart mm-hmm. and he tell me use my heart wow that is incredible I don't have such a big heart but use my heart says God Yeah. Galina, you are such an inspiration to so many of us. I have one final question for you before we wrap up here. If you could have this giant billboard mm-hmm. that would reach millions and millions of people mm. and you could put anything on it, what would you have it say? Mm. And, with, and and when people will look, they will do it? Do yes. it, yeah? Right. It's such a big board that they will do it. Miracle billboard, big board. I think I'll write always telling truth. Okay. Mm. Christ is truth. Mm-hmm. And when 
imagines that all people in the world telling truth. The way, the truth and the lie. Yeah. Always tell the truth. The truth bring freedom to mm. us. Mm. I love that. It has been such an honor to chat to you, Galina. Thank you for taking this time, for sharing your heart. I've seen your eyes glisten with tears a number of times during this interview. And I am just so blessed to have met you. You are li a light in Ukraine. You are a light to your people. And may God continue to open more doors. May he continue to bring investors and um, donations. You. May he bring people. Thank may God you, bless Charisse. your nation and may the war end quickly. Oh, I mean, <laughs> thank <laughs> you, Cherise, so much. And thank you to everybody who hear us. Thank you so much. The Breakthrough Podcast is produced by myself, J. Paul Frydenmaker. Special thanks to our guest host, Cherise Vermillion, and to Church of the Beloved for the music today, which is from their Songs for a Mystical Supper album. I encourage you to find them on Spotify, Apple Music, and other music platforms.